0: And welcome to this bonus interview on the Rapid Realization Podcast. And today we speak with Bridget Rudin, who is a nurse practitioner, a Reiki specialist, and also an inspirational speaker. She has spoken on various podiums in regards to her traumatic brain injury survival. She is as well an author, of discovering my life's purpose from tragedy to triumph. She is really an inspiration in regards to everything she has gone through as she continues to truly demonstrate the power of believing, trusting, no matter what obstacles may come her way, just learning how to move forward, knowing that she deeply has a purpose of being here. And I welcome with great pleasure, Bridget Rudin. Hello. (laughs) <laughs> great to have you here so you've had a very pivotal event in your life and which we'll get into but first could you tell uh, the audience before this event happened who Bridget Rudin
1: was <laughs> <laughs> well i was a mother of three children and at that time they were 8 years old 11 and 14 And I was married to such an amazing husband for, at that time, 18 years. I also worked as a pediatric nurse practitioner at the University of Iowa. And yes, I was busy, but I loved all of what I did. And I learned at a young age, I was the oldest of eight, that my job was to be a second mother to my siblings. And thus working hard was important to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, you were very, uh, obviously, with three children, uh, as a nurse practitioner, busy doing things, you know, you had an active life. So can you tell us what led up to um, the traumatic brain injury and the significant experiences that you had during that event?
1: Sure. Sure. Um, in 2008 is when I was on a casual bike ride with my dear friend Angie Cookman. And a few days before, um, we had had some rain storms. And I don't remember what it is that I'm going to share now. <laughs> is that I was going down um, the hill, and at the bottom of the hill, there was thick mud and water and I was thrown 30 feet onto concrete with my helmet on. I was near death. Um, My neurosurgeon said that my brain resembled that of a person who had been in a car accident. And he said I wouldn't be alive if I had not lived close to the University of Iowa. And my first CT scan was awful, and so and then I had the first surgery, and so was the second CT. So I had two surgeries in one day. I was in a coma uh, for two weeks with my brain swirling up and down in recovery. I needed a third surgery when my symptoms became worse again. When I awakened, I was at a different hospital. Um, For rehab, I was as if I was four years old again, relearning everything. I lost my cognitive capability to function as the mother, wife, and nurse practitioner that I was before. I had aphasia, which is the loss of my ability to understand and express my speech, I had significant fatigue, I can still only be awake five hours and then I start to fade. And also I had balance issues. And unfortunately epilepsy um, happened because of the trauma in my brain. My body, mind and spirit spiraled downward to major depression. I no longer felt as if I had a life's purpose anymore.
0: Yeah, that's definitely, um, a, that's a very um, impactful story, uh, considering I'm talking to you right now <laughs> and like, you know, and, and seeing who you are right now. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us then about your healing journey and really how that experience was for you internally?
1: Well, just so you know, healing from any type of brain injury is very slow. It's very challenging. And you struggle through what I would call various waves of growth, like you're in a roller coaster. I was lost. I was so confused and didn't believe that this really happened to me. So I called someone who's uh, very uh, clairvoyant. And she told me that when I was in the coma, there were three angels around me as I was dying. Archangel Raphael, who's a chief healing angel, who provides emotional and physical healing. Archangel Haniel, which is an angel of joy and grace an archangel, Metatron, who is an angel of life. And they were lovingly telling me that, you know, I was dying and but going to a fantastic place. Though I believed them, I questioned them. I said, I have a wonderful husband and three children, and I love to help people heal. Is there any way that I can come back? So they then talked to the (laughs) bigwig, and it was decided (laughs) that, you know, Bridget, it's going to take a really long time, and you're going to need a lot of help, but we'll let you go back. So then again, with angelic help from both heaven and earth, I relearned everything slowly. To me, it was too slow, though, but I blew medical professionals away. (laughs) because I never gave up trying to go back to the woman I was before. In one year, I learned how to read my medical charts. I mean, I started reading at a third grade level. They say I got to sixth grade level, but I question them. I didn't think (laughs) so. So when reading those charts, I was shocked that this really happened. But I felt driven to share my life's journey to display a miracle of hope. Amazingly, I started publicly speaking a year later. Speech therapists were shocked and even cried when they heard me share my story. They had never witnessed a person with severe traumatic brain injury improve immensely as I did, even with my aphasia. So I started sharing my story to medical professionals, patients, and all who wanted to hear about miracles. I shockingly presented nationally and internationally. And when they introduced me, and when they still do today, I, I, and share what I've done, I look from side to side, who is this girl? I'd love to meet her. so there you go so before i speak i pray to the divine and the angels before because i i'm very afraid and um will i do the right thing will i say the right thing you know i have consistent notes or i couldn't do it but amazing things happen my fear goes away and my aphasia improves And what I've learned is that I give people hope, education, and support. So the other thing that's been powerful is that I received outstanding speech, occupational, physical, and mental health therapy. I relearned how to swim, gently jog, and lift weights as I was practicing for a triathlon before the accident. Therapists were literally shocked. I thought, why are you shocked? I'm not even to who I was yet. <laughs> the other thing that I learned um, uh, from an amazing book and seeing a functional medicine physician is how much the food that I ate um, in- impacted my mind, body, and spirit. So I learned what supported my brain, my n- nervous system, my digestion, and my immune system. I also learned, which I had never heard of before, was the power of laughter yoga. <laughs> I was taught by a survivor of brain injury. And check it online. It's its amazing. I also learned the power of art and all that that provides us from healing our mind, body, and spirit. And music therapy, I also have learned how profound that is. Um, I, when I was in a coma, I loved to dance, and my sister knew I loved salsa music, so she started playing that. And my arms were restrained, but my legs weren't, so I was kicking like you wouldn't believe. and she was afraid that I was going to pull every tube out of me, so she shut it off. But uh, (laughs) I've seen amazing things happen to people with um, brain injury or other disabilities when music is played that they love. The brain never forgets. I've also received acupuncture, chiropractic care, massage and Reiki therapy on a consistent basis. What's also so important to me is I attend support groups for both brain injured survivors and epilepsy survivors. It is so, so necessary. And to hear from another person that you're not crazy, they feel what you do, it's, it's dynamic. Well, yes, I, when I wasn't receiving calls to present my story, my inner soul felt lost. Yet a part of my spirit encouraged me to go on further. Yes, of course, the divine, the divine or God or higher power, whatever you choose to hear, was always at my side. With amazing support and encouragement, despite my disabilities, such as my memory loss, my spelling, my sentence structure, and fatigue, I wrote my first book. It's called Discovering My Life's Purpose from Tragedy to Triumph. I've given people love and support and healing, and I'm so grateful for that. But I still questioned if I did enough. Yes, I'm hard on myself.
0: Wow. I mean, what an inspiration just your presence is. (laughs) and um, I'm beaming for people that, you know, don't, can't see me right now, of course, that are listening of like how you just encompassed in really a short period of time, all of the healing. And, and, you know, how healing really, you know, is not this one, you know, it's not this one thing. It was so many things that really collective together. And I mean, if I'm going to define it as one thing, it's just energy, you know, like music, man, music is the, the, it's just the communication system of that beautiful energy, And, you know, for my audience, I just want to add this, if you don't mind, you know, like I've talked about, you know, the power of words and music is that same thing. And there's so much research and things out there that demonstrate how powerful they are. Like, you know, within the show with the water, the water and the rice experiments, how words and music are powerful and your body, you just needed to react to that. And I find that so beautiful that it was giving you the therapy that you needed just by listening so that you can move. And it's almost like an occupational physical therapy, right? <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. And I I know that from your journey, you've written your book, but you also got into Reiki as well. And if you can please tell people more about Reiki, for those that may never heard about it before, and really about your journey through that, Reiki.
1: Sure. Um, About the time when my book, you know, wasn't purchased very often, and I rarely received contacts from those wanting to hear my story, I again felt lost. And being the household maid wasn't my passion. (laughs) And sadly, I wasn't allowed to return to my position as a nurse practitioner based on my disabilities. So again, I questioned God, you know, what else could I do to improve helping others heal? Well, I recalled one day that I had learned healing touch when I was obtaining my Master of Science degree in nursing in the 1990s. And if you don't know what healing touch is, it's a form of complementary and alternative medicine based on the belief that vital energy flows through the human body. And this energy then is placed more in balance or becomes stronger by practitioners who place their hands over or gently touch a patient's body. And I remember that my gosh, Bridget, don't you, don't you remember when you provided healing touch um, to a couple of friends and my kids? And could I do that? You know, because I questioned: was there any further ways to provide complementary and alternative medicine that my brain could absorb and maintain? That further education. I was terrified. And what Reiki is, it's a, just a further uh, way to advance my skills from healing touch. Reiki therapists channel universal life energy from a higher source, a higher power. It helps people become energetically balanced from a physical, emotional, mental and spiritual way it's provided internationally in hospitals and other places such as hospice even massage therapists well in 2018 I become certified as a Reiki therapist thank God that the teacher provided this education as a s- slower pace for me giving Reiki to others both I do it distantly and in person, first my soul and clearly supports that I do still have a life's purpose of helping others heal. I have had an incredible experience with my clients based thoroughly on my relationship with God and the angels as they work with me. I'm simply a channel.
0: Very good. Thank you so much for that answer. And just to let people know, you may be hearing a slight shift in the audio. We had a a, a bit of a glitch. We had to kind of change our recording device, so we're back at it though. And I want to pick back up with um, another question for you, Bridget. You know, given everything you've gone through, I mean, you really have such an amazing story. What was the most inspirational thing for you that really pushed you through your healing journey?
1: Oh my gosh so many things. There have been so many miracles. I'll tell you, there's such an emotional and spiritual power in writing your own story. As I write, angels guide me in the words, sentences, paragraph, chapter, etc. It is so powerful when I truly listen to the message they want me to share with others. Daily journaling is also a fantastic way to empower and guide you since it provides a focused and clear state of mind. Journaling is not clouded with indecision, what ifs, overwhelmed, or worry. Whenever you have a problem and write about it in a journal, you transfer the problem from the brain to the paper. This empties the mind, clearing the mental clutter, and promotes problem solving rather than problem storing. Journaling is a judge free space and not a test. I encourage everybody to journal as a further approach to anyone's healing. I'm currently working on my second book called Believe in the Power of Believing which is based on my Reiki experiences. Oh,
0: how beautiful. And I agree with you 100%. It's definitely like a mental clearing, that mental clutter. And it also helps that like mind, that subconscious mind to really see and what you're writing, getting it out. It's a definitely a letting go process. So I'm all for the journaling. So for anyone out there that may be going through you know, a traumatic experience or healing from one, what words of wisdom or guidance can you give them?
1: Please believe in the amazing person that you are today and that angels and God are always with you, even in the worst times. We perhaps are different than we were before, but we will also be so very valuable to our world. Be gentle on yourself. Try some of the remedies that I have used, which kept me alive and continuously healing. I believe in you and send you so much love and support. And contact me if you'd ever like to experience distant Reiki.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this. And um, yeah, absolutely. If anybody wants to connect with you, all the details are going to be in the show notes below, all of your um, your links and how to get connected. And I really appreciate you sharing your experience, your knowledge, and really just offering yourself and you know, healing and helping others. So thank you for being here today.
1: Well, thank you. I'm here for a reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And I hope you gained some newfound insights or realizations. If you would like future alerts on new episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe. You can also join me, your host on Instagram to continue this conversation, ask questions, or just to give us feedback because we love hearing from you, the listener, just search in the handle and Balkansky, or you can check below in the show notes, all of our social media links, as well as how else you can get connected. Until next time, have a great one.